0: Welcome back, Rich Check Podcast, episode 54. Is it? It is. <laughs> getting up there, growing old.
1: Got grays in the beer.
0: I do. Me <laughs> <We need> too. <laughs> Again. I wonder if you start from like episode one and then go through all of them and you like us. see our age. You definitely see my waistline getting bigger. <laughs> uh, tonight we have a very special guest and we happen to be in a very special place. Yes. Uh, we have Mr. Patrick Parrish here of Patrick Parrish Gallery. Yes. Welcome to your Thank own you. gallery. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on Risk Check
2: Podcast. Good to have you. Thanks for coming down to Trevor.
0: Uh, so this is, this is interesting how this came about because we met recently, actually through a mutual friend. So we met through Nick Milo. Yes. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. Uh, Nick was the first collector we've ever had on the show. Uh, the first guest was VJ, yeah. but the first like collectors was episode Nick? was was Nick Milo. So he is, uh, he's up there in, in terms of Verstchen Pod alum, uh, and he uh, he told me about about you and and we connected and it was just like oh you got to meet this guy he's got this interesting <laughs> place and and we'll get into all of that tonight but uh, thank you for making some time for us it's good of to of have course, you
2: on no thanks thank you guys for coming down here
0: absolutely. Uh, For those watching and listening allow us to introduce ourselves. My name is Perry.
3: I'm Rashawn. I'm Ben.
0: And we make up the wrist check podcast. Uh, As is tradition, we have to, uh, we start with the honorary wrist check. And, um, you know, we happen to have men who never repeats a watch, who I know for a fact tonight is, is not, not repeating, repeating a watch. A watch. Yes. He's got a very special watch on the wrist. So we'll start with Rashawn, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Um, I'm wearing a very special timepiece. Of course, they all are special. But this one I actually have a really um, tight connection with. I'm wearing a Patek Nautilus. Ooh! <laughs> I'm wearing a 5726 on a custom genre so strap um
1: shout out to p the Sharkskin.
3: skin <laughs> <laughs> um so funny enough this piece um is from a good collector um of mine a really good friend collector he's a he's a friend of the the pod he's a friend of the pod as well yeah um this gentleman shall remain anonymous. <laughs> okay. Um, so he, he wanted he wanted the bit, and He was like, you should you should wear this on wrist check.
0: I think it's fair enough to nice. say it's a JJ special though.
3: It is. It is a <laughs> JJ it's just special. a different JJ. It's a different JJ. Sure. So this is this is a JJ special. Um, I actually helped him acquire this timepiece. Um, actually suggested the green um, strap, the sharkskin strap strap from John Um this was the first nautilus that he acquired for me
0: um and we gotta we might have to plug you with uh with mayor because he's already is looking for 59 <laughs> <laughs> since you're the guy to get That's Nautilus from oh, no. <laughs> no 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 no
3: listen i'm i'm not who, who you guys think i am <laughs> but um this was the first nautilus he had acquired um in his collection and we celebrated together and you know, as a celebration, we got um, John So straps. Um, so the strap to my Cellini, I actually got with him. Yeah. He got the shark skin. <laughs> um, so this has a lot of sentiment. Um, I could go on and on and on about this timepiece, about the very special um, watch collector. But shout outs to him. And it's such an honor to be able to wear this timepiece on the show, especially in this amazing setting. So he, he helped me come correct.
0: Awesome. Yes. Incredible. Uh, I'll go next, apparently, because we're, we're, we're Paddock Bros this evening. Yes. Uh, I am wearing a John John special. Um, we've got a number of people who are here with us tonight while we're shooting. You won't see them on camera. You may see John John in, uh, in the B roll, but um, I'm wearing a, an Aquanaut. Mm. <laughs> kind of nice. <laughs> 5164A. Yes. Uh, this is a new acquisition for our good friend. And, uh, he showed up this evening wearing it and I said, I said, give me that, run that. Let me get that.
4: (laughs) Um,
0: and I gotta say, it's a really good choice. What's interesting is, um, I mean, obviously, you know, I would love to have an Aquanaut. I'm after one. However, I noticed that the shape of this watch is, it's a lot different than your traditional Aquanaut, Mm. but it's actually really nice. So it's just, it's just, it's just a hair thicker. You don't really feel it um the there's like some uh from where the lugs start it goes out to, to the crown we have crown guards and on the other side you have the um the two pushers uh to adjust your i guess what would be your travel time yeah. we could say mm-hmm. so the the controversy that i have with with this watch the issue that i have and i was talking to jonathan about it is that it says home and local and in terms of like, my mind works in like GMT. Thing. It's right, isn't it the same thing? I'm thinking like local and travel time. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, maybe I'm nitpicky. I don't know. I think but, you're nitpicking. Okay, sure. We'll debate that another time. He's very biased. Local uh, wherever you But are. but a, but a, but a very okay. I guess you. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Sure. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Very fair. Uh, but man, it it it's a nice watch. I can I can easily see how it's something that kind of just. Slides into the wrist. You forget that it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the 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 black dial, black gradient dial, black strap. Classic. Feels nice. Looks nice. It's it's. I think you're right when you said it was the perfect sports watch. Yep. Pretty close. Pretty close.
1: I don't think anything would beat it. Not many sports watch don't beat it.
0: It's pretty good. It's pre- I can get used to this. Yeah. Might need the fifty one sixty four now since we got our our resident paddock guy here yeah yeah, i'll talk to you off camera about the hookup (laughs) you got a special watch on this i do
1: have a special watch on i'm wearing a a perry special yeah there we go (laughs) so i I took you santos dumont because you got a new strap on it i did it's a a strap that we kind of picked out together i guess we did and so i'm showing it off for you thank you so you got this crazy lime green strap alligator strap that worked from cartier and it looks crazy against the rose gold bezel
0: it really it's really nice
1: so just it's a bunch of contrast going on i mean i have a purple flannel shirt on so with the lime green my hat the brim against the rose gold bezel is just it's crazy Seeing on
0: you is it's pretty tight am it, i
1: selling it to you it twice good.
0: you you really are like <laughs> so when when i got that and i was looking for another strap um i just thought it was crazy that they made that cartier made a lime green strap so yeah. i was like i have to get a lime green strap oh yeah and then seeing it on it, though, it, it makes it feel like even more luxe.
1: Yeah.
0: In like a strange way. Like it's poppy. It's kind of streetwearish. Yeah. But it looks, it, you know, it's fine. I'm looking at it and it just makes me think like Birkin. <laughs> yeah. Lime green Birkin. It's just making me think like luxe. It's good. <laughs> Money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so good
1: you should buy another one. Another what? Another watch. You should buy no- oh, That
3: <laughs> too. You know, always buy another watch, <laughs> but another strap. Well, he. he I know you he need one
0: untouched. The one. I, I. You know what? I think I want an orange one. Orange so you gonna nice go full
1: suit. Bergen yeah. Hermes orange. I mean, <laughs> it's the
0: lifestyle, dog. We, we're coming up in the world. have you seen?
2: We're at Patrick Parrish Gallery. Come on, <laughs> Patrick. What do you got on the wrist this evening? I'm wearing a 1967. 1675. That's the only reference number you'll hear me say tonight. Uh, 1675 matte dial uh, with a fuchsia bezel. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I bought, I just posted this on Instagram and I, I did a little write more than I normally write. And I bought this watch, number one, because I loved it. Mm. Number two, because I could afford it. Mm. But this was 20 years ago. Okay. And mm. so now the watch is right worth so. probably. 25, 30 times more than I paid for it. Nice, <laughs> good call. And um, I just, I like it exactly the same amount that I liked it when I bought it. Mm, it's beautiful. I, it, it's untouched. I mean, it's worn, but never polished, never f- with every, can I say that? Yeah, of course you can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, never messed with and uh, no, it's great. I love a rivet bracelet. I love the jingle jangling. Yeah, yeah that. that's and, nice. Um, and I remember people like, you got to get a real bracelet on that. I'm like, a real bracelet? Yeah, this is a real bracelet. bracelet. They're yeah. like, no, solid bracelet. I'm like, no, 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 I like this. One. No, it's perfect. But um, anyway, I just like it. The, I, I love it. It doesn't matter how much it's worth. It just, you know, it's nice. To it
0: never it. has to leave your side. I mean, you know, if you had to wear that watch. It's probably problem, the watch I, I wear the to. most. Of, exactly. Of yeah. all my watches. Yeah. I mean, if you got a 1675 in your collection, you don't really have to wear much else. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially the fuchsia. Yeah. and that and you and i mean you owned it for so long so you actually put the work in yeah and and
2: can i ask you guys a question because i heard someone said the few i thought the fuchsia was a, a dye batch or something the anodized aluminum and it faded that to fuchsia but then other people saying they were like this new
1: fuchsia so so the story is that from the factory the red and blue on the bezel bled into each other okay
4: then so they just
1: QC kind of shit the bet on it because the the process kind of happened after that. That's what I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. they didn't really patina that way. They,
2: but it's only certain serial numbers, and that's why it's cool. It's like a very limited yeah. years mm-hmm. with this whoever made the at the time the bezel. I mean, it's shirt. a sought after. Yeah, like. You combination
1: can you can tell it, it wasn't a patina
2: after the fact because the blue
1: is still so dark on top yeah yeah it's yeah. like a
2: chemical reaction right. or, mm-hmm. yeah and i but i remember 20 years ago when i bought this that people are like oh that's paint. that yeah. doesn't that looks weird like, you know like mm-hmm. what's wrong with? yeah that? now it's like, like highly wrong. desirable it shows
1: you <laughs> yeah. how much the market well, it's, changes it's like yeah. the first person to point out a tropical dial yeah. you know? yeah, The first exactly. person to buy a tropical dial. exactly <laughs> yeah, that guy got yeah. Like, what's wrong with your dial Yo, it's it's wrong wrong with you don't get it Yeah.
0: Um. So, getting into the thick of things, we're at Patrick Par- Parish Gallery. Uh, this is a an amazing space. We've had the opportunity to kind of tour the space with you, and um, I want to first get into a little bit about about you. Um, you are a gallerist. Yep. You're in the art business. Yes. Um, how long have you been here? How did you find yourself here?
2: I've been. I've been in this space for 10 years. Okay. And my lease is coming up, negotiating right now. Okay. I'll knock on some wood. There we see go. See what happens. <laughs> um, time flies. And I was in Tribeca on uh, Lisbonard Street. I mean, I'm in Lisbonard now, but I was on um, Dwayne Street for another 10 years. So I've been in Tribeca for 20 years. Wow. Um, You've I seen le- all the changes. I was, this block was yeah. like, Incredible! It was like a like a time warp block because it's only two blocks long. It mm-hmm. runs from West Broadway to um, Church to uh, Broadway, so it's only two blocks long. And it was no one ever really walked down it, and right. it was like untouched. When I was here, there was I was the only thing on the street. Wow! And now it's changed a lot in um, the whole neighborhood. I was probably in the top not top five, first five galleries in Tribeca. Okay. And then um, now there's 50 gallons Amazing. So it's changed a lot. The art world is all moving down here. Um,
0: what do you think it is about the downtown area that's got everyone like ready to pick up in?
2: I, I think What's Tribeca like? feels like Soho used to feel, and mm-hmm. that's where the art world used to be was in Soho, and it's mm-hmm. these old cast iron buildings, and when I say cast iron, I mean the the facades of these buildings yeah, are made can, of iron. You can mm-hmm. remove them too and swap them. Yeah. And and there's it just there's high ceilings. They're narrow spaces, but high ceilings, lots of light because yeah. they're from the eighteen sixties. Mm-hmm. They needed light. There was not you know, I mean, very limited electricity. Yeah. So you needed daylight to work and to move around. And it's so the spaces are unique. And Chelsea, you know, great space, great galleries mm-hmm. But a lot of those were just like garages that they converted. So they don't have as much character. Mm -hmm. And I think people are really loving the neighborhood vibe, Mm -hmm. the character vibe, the architecture vibe. Something about
0: it feels like old New York.
2: Totally. Yeah. Totally. And the the crazy thing is, Soho is the, the, the rents here are still so cheap. They still are cheap compared to anywhere else. Don't let the word out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my people. There'll be 50 more gallons down yeah. <laughs> They're common, now.
3: They are. Common. Yes.
0: So, and uh, obviously, you know, we, we have you here tonight to, to talk watches. Um, you know, how does someone like yourself, uh, who, I know you, you started off studying art and, and moved into the art business, but how did you find yourself uh, as a as a watch collector,
4: well, I
2: you know I've always loved design. Mm. Um, I studied photography. My grandfather was an architect and a photographer. My parents were very involved in the so I was always in art and and loved art. And then when I learned about design, um, I saw an incredible show at the High Museum of Art um, called "The Machine Age in America," and I saw these amazing futuristic looking pieces that were made in the thirties and forties. And I started searching those out. And watches were just an extension of that in a way that they are designed that you can actually wear. Yeah. And the amount, the amount of uh, effort and mm. the incredible thoughtfulness that goes into making these little machines. I'm not even talking about the movements. I'm just talking about what they look like. To to condense everything down like this is so hard. Mm. It's hard to make a chair, but it's yeah. I think it's crazy hard to make a watch that looks good, that functions, yeah. that, you know, does everything you want it to do. And I just I just love that I could wear, you know, something that was as cool as the chair I'd thrifted or, mm. you know, whatever, you know, Eames thing that mm. everyone wanted. Um, I just and and they you know they kind of they go hand in hand, um, yeah. So it, was, it started
0: with aesthetics. one yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. The interesting um, thing too about that is, um, I don't think people give enough consideration. Um, I mean, obviously we know you know design is a whole industry, magazines published every day, yeah. books, et cetera, et cetera but when you're talking about watches cuz for me and I think for the guys here cuz we talk about this often in terms of like I think for us to start collectively with aesthetics um when you study design if you appreciate design it's kind of there's a balance right there's like intentionality and then there's just like pursuing like that random kind of happenstance things that just happen when you're trying to be intentional, but something unintended happens. And to, to, to take those moments and to consolidate it into something that can go onto your wrist is actually really, really cool. And it's super exciting.
2: It's really cool and it's really hard. I mean, it is. look, I mean, we're spoiled and you guys especially spoiled seeing so many watches. And so everything kind of looks cool, but when you, the amount of watches that are actually good looking, functional and, sexy and you want to wear them it's a tiny (laughs) percentage percentage. very slim you were saying Uh, things start to look cool but like in my head i was like they don't (laughs) it's a small when someone nails it you know it's 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 a big deal because it's so hard to do i i feel and i mean i've never been to watches and wonders i know you guys Mm -hmm. cover it and you see all these watches all these watches but you know all right so they they're covering this percentage, here's the mountain of watches. They're covering this percentage. And of that, that there's this much Mm -hmm. that is actually people. Yeah. Like
0: it's true. And then when you look at like the brands that have, you know, sort of come out on top, you know, it's like we're looking at your 1675 GMT. It's like all of the choices that I feel like the most successful brands have sure they've innovated, incredible movements, robust watches but there's a consistency in terms of design language that has followed through and has allowed them to to be successful for so long just the idea of rolex even considering like we're going to use a crown like that idea from hans waldorf like no this is what's going to represent my brand that was an aesthetic choice right it had nothing to do with the actual watch had nothing to do with the movement had nothing to do with the performance of this piece that he was trying to get on someone's wrist, mm-hmm. but it, it started with an aesthetic choice that then translated to him uh, developing the name. You know, something that anyone could say in, in, in any language. Like these yeah. intentional choices that get people to go ooh and ah. I think is so incredible, and I don't think we talk about that uh, enough.
2: You know, and something else I think we forget are. I don't forget, but I try to tell people is that these watches and the ones we have here, so for one, they're all like meant for a purpose. Yes. And today, no one's buying a Submariner at Rolex to go diving. <laughs>
4: they're not. You
2: can, yeah. but you're going to have a dive timer. You don't need the watch anymore. Mm-hmm. But at the time, this GMT was probably for a pilot to wear. Yeah, definitely. I'm not saying someone didn't say, that's cool, I'm going to buy it. But they they weren't. Cranking these out. I mean, yeah. you know, like Rolex is now. Yeah, today the egg so timers. It was an actual yeah. tool watch, and people go, "What do you mean a tool watch?" I said, "This was made for a pilot. Yeah. It was made for a world traveler or a pilot who needed two times." It's a calculator. Yeah, and so yeah. it's like that's that's what's what's kind of missing today. There's no one really making watches as tools because mm. we don't need them anymore. Yeah, that's true. You know,
3: I just had a conversation with someone talking about watches. Um, We were looking at uh, a Seamaster, and I was just telling them just the purpose in it. Um, And now, you know, you do use computers or whatever to kind of dive, and if you are going to use the dive watch and use the bezel function, it's more for the provenance, or just to say that you did it, um, and even going back to um, the Navitimer, Mm. it was at Mm. one piece, at one point, it was like what the Apple Watch is to Mm. us now, a calculator on the wrist. A timer, it was like the advanced piece of technology in what roughly like the 30s or whatever it was. Well, it was in a fuel inception. gauge too. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a fuel gauge, it was a calculator, it was like all of these things. Um, and as you're talking, like I'm looking around the room, um, you know, going back into what you were saying as far as um, tools and design. And, you know, I look around, and there's so many things you have like. Iron and steel and wood, and you know, futuristic, and like, you know, this is inspired from the 30s, and this and that, and then it's so timeless because you can take something like that, and then you can just like put it in a time capsule and like 2055, it's like still appropriate in this place,
2: yeah. And I also like that, um, that they. You know, things mark an era, like that Eames. yeah, that's up there, That is like story. 1955. Exactly, I mean, it can't be anything else. That it sort of they're,
0: encapsulates a the moment.
2: Yeah, and so I like that, and that's again, I don't, I, I only collect vintage watches, but again, there's so much watches and wonders coverage, but the,
4: the new, <laughs>
2: new day date with the puzzle pieces and the what do you think of that? I think it's incredible okay you're you know the first why? person i heard say I'm yeah, to say that yeah talk to me It encapsulate it is two, it's 2023 it's right 20 you know, Sean said, said, said that i said that and so maybe <laughs> that's yeah. cool in 2024 or 2025 it's but i guarantee you in 20 30 40 50 100 years that watch is going to be as you so they say be, fire yeah. because yeah. no one's going to buy it there's going to make very few yeah and that, that watch i just want it i want yes. it i want it yeah
0: it's, it is interesting because we we did talk about that and these two guys actually mentioned that Rashawn made that point and then I, I remember, if I remember correctly, Ben, ben brought up the, uh, the Stella Day-Dates yeah. and how unpopular those were right. at the time right. and, yeah. and now, now incredibly sought after. We've seen uh, several oh, different okay. variations going for six figures. Dude. There's a yep. there's a
1: pink one. Of, I don't know if he still has it. Probably not. But Momentum Dubai was on a pink Stella Day Date on a Jubilee bracelet, so yellow gold,
2: for like a quarter million dollars. Crazy.
1: I, I'm I'll pretty feel, sure. So, like crazy.
2: I'm not. I can't say any names. But I did a group show here with a, with some artists and two uh, two kids and their dad curated the show, and they were picking up some artwork at the end. And one of the kids came in, and I was like. What do you got on there, yeah, and it was a Carl. It wasn't a Carl, it was a that that pink coral Stella, really. Wow, believe, just what you're talking yeah. about. I oh, said, there you go. I said, Where'd you get that? He goes, oh, he goes, Oh, it's my mom. She's she gave it to me. I'm like, No cool. way, cool. good cool. mom.
1: Good <laughs> mom. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get your mom's number, B. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious. Um, you know, I Obviously, you expressed your love for design and designing watches. What uh, what was the piece that got it all started for you? Do you remember with watches? Yeah,
2: yeah, I do. I was well. I I love in college. I love swatches. Okay, and I love the, the the jellyfish. I had the jellyfish. Oh, yeah, 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 thought, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, I, simple. Had I had jellyfish got jellyfish 94. Yeah. 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 Well, that's right when I would have been buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to
1: get as close as I could to the year I was born. 94 yeah. was as close as I got. Yeah,
2: so I would have been in, like, freshman in college. And um, so I, that was, yeah, I love that watch. But I'm not counting that. Um, I was in New York. I moved to New York, so 20-something years ago. And I was at this guy's... Um, Friend of mine jeff's and he had on a uh, accutron astronaut boulevard okay astronaut <clears throat> and like what is that watch because mm. there's no crown no you know you have to take it off and set the time mm-hmm. in the back um he goes listen to it and he put it he gave it to me and i put it up to my he goes put it up to your and put it up to my ear and it's humming yeah because there's literally a tuning for, yeah. it for keeping the time so incredibly uh it's like what's the story with that? And he told me it was used with the SST pilots and with the Gemini space program. Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta find one of those. So, you know, I'm out at the time looking for stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was at Brimfield and I walked by and I said, how much is that watch?" Yeah. And um, I bought it, I remember I paid $300 for it. They're not worth crazy amount more, I mean, they've kind of, like, Accutron's only worth, you know, I mean, something really great one, $1,500, mm-hmm. but still, $300 at the time was a going rate, and I bought it. I still have it. Um, the thing I like about it on the back was inscribed, and it used to be when pe- watches would get engraved on the back, people would immediately polish it up. Yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, that was the first thing you did. Get rid of that jangly old bracelet, <laughs> and polish the back. And now we know that adds a history, and it's, it's, I love it when watches are engraved. But on the back it said, it, from June, to Ruth, and mm. it's 1960. Uh, you know, oh, that's cool. Uh, 12, 25, 65. Oh, that's So, sweet. That's
4: so awesome. for Christmas,
2: and I'm thinking, wow, that is a cool. Yeah, is it was that mother to daughter, or girlfriend to girlfriend, or yeah. wife to wife? I'm 1965. I mean, that, that, I mean, cool, that was it? not a, usually a watch a woman would have worn no, at that time. Yeah, wow. But I love that inscription on the back. Yeah, that's pretty. So awesome. that that got me started.
0: Yeah. So it's, it it also sounds like it's funny because when I think about the um, the similarities between like watches and art, I often think about um, references and not references in, in terms of numbers, but sort of like encapsulating a time we so, talked about, like mm. something that pinpoints to something sort of greater, maybe a moment, maybe a um, a movement. Um, and it sounds like that's sort of what you're looking for too, because when this person shared the Accutron with you, um, sure, aesthetically cool and that vibes with you, but there's something about the story, right? So there's something about space. There's something about what was engraved on the back. Yes. Yeah.
2: And that got me started with, with watches related to space. Mm. And so there's so, again, I'm, I'm so old, but there was not, (laughs) there was not a lot of information and there there was barely any internet, Right. And so then there was a guy, Chuck Maddox, who, who would post stuff. And again, it was like, you know, AOL dial-up to get to see Chuck Maddox. But <laughs> there were, I just started, from his list of watches in space, I started looking at, you know, Seiko Pogue. Um, yeah, you're going down the rabbit
0: um, hole now. Yeah,
2: and just trying to get as many of those watches as I could, yeah. that I could afford. Um, okay. So it was, that that was just how I, I started. So typically those watches were complicated in some ways mm-hmm. because they were related to flying yeah. in space. And then after I kind of exhausted with that, I started moving into pilot's watches. Mm-hmm. And then from pilot's watches, I was like, oh, okay, race car drivers also need the time. So, so those there's are a, pretty There's pretty a cool. theme
0: here with respect to like, and I, I think this is really cool because we, you know we talked about this a little bit and the idea of like, hey, this is a tool watch. Right, and I think oftentimes um, when we use the word tool, we don't often think about design. I mean, in your field, no. I'm sure you do often,
4: mm-hmm.
0: right? But I think ge- and generally most people don't.
4: Well,
2: I, yeah, I mean, but no, I like a chair is a tool to sit, but. but you have to make a chair, you wanna make a chair look interesting. And it's like, um, you know, it's very hard to make a chair. Um, and you think, well, why is it hard to make a chair? There's millions of chairs. Well a, a good chair is very hard. And so but so a chair is a tool, but you want it to you know, everyone's needs to lend their personality to it. So yeah. there's always something, you know, someone's despite that, that you only need, you know, like a John L. Judd, a stick drawing is mm-hmm. basically a chair, it's the simplest yeah. chair people no one's satisfied with that they want to always be changing absolutely and morphing it yeah. and making it and different. so
0: you're you're finding it sounds like a shared spirit between all these things because then you're looking at like all right uh watches that have to do with you know space exploration and then uh watches that have to do with racing and you know we have some watches here you have watches that have to do with like diving
2: which i know is a yep. the theme that you're really passionate about. Yeah, di- diving diving is, is a, a my kind of was the end of the road mm. in a way. So you know you go because if diving watches are mostly time only, yeah, and even people argue that a a submariner shouldn't have a date on it, and I'm like, all right, all right, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna argue about that because if you're a serious diver. You gotta plan your dives, and you might go out for a week. You need to know what day it is on the schedule. It's like, oh, it's my day to go down, <laughs> you know. And, but also, too, at that time, too, like diving was very dangerous. So I think yes. you know what it's DJ. <laughs> like, Fair enough. <laughs> so, but there, you know, but so let's take the date out since they shouldn't have a date. <laughs> but it's um, it's going to be a pretty pretty simple thing, and right. that's and some of the watches that we have here are adding something to that um whereas watches diving watches with alarms diving watches with chronographs yeah. which is like why do you need a chronograph underwater and that's why the you know these cool the Breitling and the aquastar have one hour chronographs mm. and big big like lollipop kind of yeah. snowflake hands so you can see mm-hmm. the time and again we forget if you know, I'm not a diver, but my dad is a marine biologist, so I know okay. a lot about diving, it's like, you have a computer now, and it's all it's and you got backup computers, mm-hmm. and you've, mm-hmm. you're not going to go down with this mechanical thing that water could get into it. but people were diving. these were the like that prop off. that was like for so talk about this. Serious no. diving. No. That was that person's lifeline, not to get the bins, not to run out of oxygen. It was a serious, serious watch. and I think. I think we all I shouldn't say we all. You guys don't, but for, people forget that these things were like a lifeline. I mean, it's absolutely, like, oh, for sure. you could die if you didn't have that watch. So like, yeah. like the well, with um, the with the Speedmaster, they yeah. had to time that burn. You know, and they yeah. really they they used these watches to save their
1: lives. Well, imagine being a, a pilot with a Breitling Navitimer and your calculation for fuels off.
2: Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah.
1: You're done. Or your
2: watch stops or breaks, and yeah. you're, 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 there's no just, other just, way to just, figure yeah, it out. Yeah. Like, what am I yeah. gonna no. do? No, that we've, we we
3: share photos, we share photos, of, um, <laughs> we share photos of
0: Jacques Cousteau. We did it, yeah, yeah, with, with this time, one, yeah, yeah, yeah the pro plof. So and this a is a proof bracelet. Say it again, Shark-proof bracelet, Shark-proof bracelet. Yeah, yeah, you get take everything your arm of off your wrist. Um I want to talk about this a little bit. You know, this is a watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it's 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 a legend, right? It it uh it has this place in the hierarchy of of dive watches. I've seen amazing photos of these. I've very rarely uh seen these in real life. I think only I ever saw one other one that wasn't in as good condition. This thing is pretty mint. Um the dial's got some some spottiness on it, it's got a little bit of a Tina, but it it works and it's actually kinda
2: nice that that spotting on the dial is like what kind of sold it for me right because if you had taken that into omega they would have swapped <laughs> that the absolutely mm-hmm. so the person either didn't take it in for service or they they would have had to tell them not because you know omega was just like rolex they want everything to look brand new and yep. so i'm even with the tool watch mm-hmm. but that watch that was common with the paint however uh that's a common that's so thing cool kind of doesn't that dial with. kind of look like adventuring?
0: a little bit. A little bit, yeah. That's what I think is super cool. Yo, it's nice. Um, How did you acquire this? What's the story here?
2: I got it from um, a friend of mine who knew I was looking for one, and he came in and he says, I got something you're going to like, and sure enough, I did. And, and, you know, it's engraved on the back with the guy's, the diver's name. What was his name? Um, My eyes, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, tell me what the name. But... Was it a gift? But again, these weren't things that were like you didn't give that to someone for graduation. Yeah, no, no, you know? it, so it was for the diver. And you know I, you need, I, you I need Pro Pro. what
1: he needs? A trowel. Freddie Freddy Skamansky.
2: What? Freddie. Freddie Skamanski. Freddie Yeah. <laughs> but the condition is like you know unpolished, just all original, and that's what I yeah it's it's just beautiful and no and and you know from the you know from the dial that it was used it was in the sun it was in the water
0: how did you come across this what was it that made you like why were you seeking this out
2: because i i I loved i love i love the scale of it Mm -hmm. and we were wearing it and talking about today it's not it's not that big no no and it wears it wears remarkably um well it's a, a
1: it's a wide scale. watch but it's not exactly big yeah. like big is, wouldn't be the, the right way to explain it yeah what
0: was like the lug to lug on that but,
1: it was 44 lug to lug and that's yeah. top to bottom which is
2: like kind of normal mm. yeah what i love about it the, the design and it's like the you know it's like uh, is it form equals function form over function i don't know that red you know that's the lock the mm-hmm. bezel to make you change the bezel so it's not gonna mm-hmm. change yeah. when you knock into something down there that giant orange sword hand, yeah, is incredible. The locking, the locking crown, crown mechanism, yeah. mm-hmm. the bakelite dial. I mean, there's everything. <laughs> well, even the clasp, right? It's like yeah. it's like an old yes. seat buckle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like, like yeah, like, or an yeah. On a plane. Yeah.
0: So what's really cool to me about the, like a piece like this, too, you know, considering the the conversation that we were having earlier, is the intentionality, right, and how. You're trying to achieve something in terms of, um, you know, e- equipping this watch with a, a set of, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, a set of, of, of tools, essentially, to make it easier for you to do your dive that end up being like really, really uh, beautiful aesthetic choices. You
2: know, yes. right? like What has to be legible. Underwater. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And
0: so just the whole idea of that lends itself to creating uh something that's like really really gorgeous i just think it's super cool yeah
2: yeah i i it almost has like a bauhaus feel to it because a it bit. really is everything is serving a purpose the yeah. sword hand the orange button the locking crown you know
4: mm-hmm.
3: The dial Mm-hmm. Like- it, like- it
2: looks like you're it looks like you're staring at space
0: and so this is part of the the not for sale not let them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Until hey, I
2: find a better one.
0: <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> you might be hard pressed to do that.
2: Yeah, it's going to be tough. I was even looking to the back. Look mm-hmm. how it, you know, how that the, the ridges middle? to keep it to on, keep the on the wetsuit. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just really cool. How many wetsuits do you think that ruined? <laughs> 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 I have to ask Freddie. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. No, I tried to find Freddie and couldn't find
0: him. We've got another piece here, another dive watch. This is very very interesting uh this is a the culture yes uh minus the jaeger
4: yes it's uh, The american market
0: yeah this is an interesting piece
2: it's the polaris put the wrist on? and yeah it's an alarm and it's an alarm yeah, watch for a diver
4: mm-hmm.
2: and i love the color i love blue but that's like there's like three shades Four there of is, got yeah, like kind of
0: like a gradient thing happening in the, the center the,
2: there. The plastic bakelite, the darker blue, and it almost fades out mm-hmm. on the outside. I just think it's a beautiful watch. Yeah. Um, I, love, I love JLCs. I love memo boxes. Anything with an alarm is super cool. Um, and so I bought this watch years ago, um, and I, I, you know, just loved it. And, but then the JLC has come out with the collectibles. I saw the book. Yeah. Which, if you, I hope you guys bought it because it's already sold out. Mm. But that book, JLC picked, well, I don't know, 10, 12, what, 12, 15 watches, restored them perfectly, mm. not, not redid them, not overpolished them. There's found great examples and got them up and running. And they made a book about all of them. And it's like there's probably 10 or 12 pages on that watch, and something that I, I mean, I knew it was a fairly rare watch, but they, they made three versions, like a black version, a red version, and that blue version. Mm-hmm. I think the blue is the most common, but they give production numbers. They only made 1,120 across I think, the yeah. three colors. Wow. So if you divided that evenly, that's less, less than 400 examples. Yeah. When you think about that spread over, the entire world. Yeah, that's a very rare, rare. Yeah.
0: yeah, it means that there's very few of these even to go yeah. around you, today. You right? mostly
2: see the blues. So there's probably maybe 600 blue, and then sure, you know, 300, yeah. 300 of each one. But just the design of that, the case back, which is like this, it's like scalloped, like yeah. a flower yeah. to make the sound resonate. To, and as you were saying, vibrations, yeah. you would feel it. actually. Yeah.
1: here's a, a volume alert. Everybody listening to, with headphones on. That's great. And it vibrates while it does it the yeah. whole time it's on your yeah. wrist.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's just, I, I, I love that watch. I love that, again, the technology. Um, and what is this?
0: Is this the 60s?
2: Uh, I should know. The, I want to say it's like 69 or yeah, 70 like or 70, 71, but they sure. only made it for one or two years. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. The cool thing about pieces like this, too, is like just considering like how few of these were actually made and then the time period. Like, guys weren't buying this because they were cool watches. Like, the guys no. buying dive watches time, they needed
2: dive watches. Well, yeah. that watch was gigantic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, we don't, you know, this, well, you don't really have a normal size watch,
4: but
2: yeah. this is a giant, <laughs> a giant watch, you know?
0: But what's cool, like, so when you consider that, then it makes you realize, like, how few of them were actually still out there, because guys were, who purchased these were using these. Yes. Right, and so these sure. were getting banged up. These were getting nicked up. Like these were, we're seeing a lot yeah, of. Yeah, how use. many survived?
2: Especially exactly, in this condition is not not a
1: lot. Yeah. And we're having a conversation about how they restored one, and they uh, sold it. They yeah, oh yeah, one, they oh yeah, they it. did <coughs> recently. Yeah. Did, well,
2: man. they. The, of, I should know the number of watches, but they. I think they sold out all of them. Mm-hmm. This watch, <laughs> you can find these watches for between five and seventy-five hundred dollars now. Now. But they're gonna after the episode drops. Whoop, yeah! The <laughs> but, but they the price on theirs was twenty eight thousand five hundred. Wow. It, but you know that's the DLC <laughs> and it's like
1: everything. But it's even, like a Porsche restored. A Porsche sure. Yeah. Sold it, yeah. So
0: you know, for the the person that wants to get a piece of the collection that's not for sale, they got it. The ground floor is twenty eight thirty
4: thousand.
0: Got you. Maybe a little less. Okay. Um so you know you have we had we're going over some of these amazing watches you have this amazing gallery and we we've got the opportunity to tour it and you know one of the the things that we want to talk about and why we're here um it's hard to notice when you come downstairs you have this frosted glass wall um that looks like it could be perhaps a storage unit Uh, but turns out to be a speakeasy of another kind. Um, and so, you know, you have an Instagram account for the gallery. Yes. And then there's an Instagram account for what's behind this wall, which happens to be a secret watch shop. (laughs) Yes. So, so I guess the first question is, um, How did your watch collecting escalate into you opening a watch store?
2: (laughs) Well, I I'd always thought about doing it, and on Duane Street, I almost did it, and something came up, I couldn't. I even had a space and a a signed lease, um, but it it didn't work out that I could do it. And so it just kind of was in my head, thinking one day I would like to do a watch. um, I would like to have a watch shop, and I thought Manhattan is missing
4: Mm -hmm.
2: a cool watch shop. Yeah, and at the time there was, you know, Aaron Faber had the best vintage watches. And again, I'm just talking about vintage watches. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was fancy, fancy people uptown, but Aaron Faber would have the kind of watches I liked. But when I walked in there, you know, it's a cross for a moment. That's great, because I was up there, but I was just intimidated to go in there. Like, there's a big guard at the door. They're playing classical music. Nothing wrong with classical music, but I don't really want to look at classical music. Not your vibe. Yeah, it wasn't the vibe. He was actually, I... uh, about the third time I went in there I actually met him and he was super nice and gave me all the time in the world and he he was great. But I felt like there could be a watch shop that that was more of a I don't know, just
4: disarming.
2: Army. Yeah, a little cooler. I don't want to say cool <laughs> but cooler. A little more um, like a cultural <laughs> hub. Yeah. And so but then that didn't happen. And then I said when the lease was coming up here, you know, I because I there's a, a lot going on here. So this, I'm, I'm thinking years out, if mm. I'm gonna move or what's gonna happen. And I said to my wife, I said, you know, maybe when if the gallery don't get the lease, then I'll open a watch shop. She's like, why are you waiting? You got two years, open it up. <laughs> I'm like, where? She goes, what are you talking about, in the yeah. gallery? I'm like, where in the gallery? And anyway, so she was a, she used to be an architect and she said, downstairs, under the skylight, make the wall, have it so the light comes she through. She had all what planned out on? for you. Yeah. And a, and a buddy of mine, who's who's a collector and a dealer, he's uh, not a watch dealer, a furniture dealer. He had a great contractor, and so yeah. about a year ago, we built this wall, and you know, it's now the, the should wall. be the watch speakeasy, but my son named it the Secret Watch. Shop I like because, that; it's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's by appointment. Um, anyone and everyone is welcome, but you do have to make an appointment just because, um. I'm trying to run a gallery.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: first, uh, shout out to Patrick's wife yes. Yes. for the brilliant idea because yeah. this, this, is, this is awesome and it, it executed beautifully. You know, it's the kind of space that you walk into. It's, it's small, but it's perfect. And because it, 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 it has like an intimate feeling and it is uh, disarming. You know, I think by the time you, you come to the gallery, you see so many amazing things. Um, and then you walk back there and it kind of like calms you down. and It's like, oh, OK, I understand what this place is culturally and I dig it. So you, I'm stole. That's great. Now all I got to do is uh, open the person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watch. Oh my God, yeah exactly. Exactly. exactly.
4: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, so how how uh, how's business been? How many appointments are you seeing? Like
2: you know, what it goes and it goes up and down. Um, it you know, it can be two appointments a week. It can be five appointments a week. Sure, I would say it was. It's been a pretty good ratio of mm-hmm. people that come in and spending. You know, buying something. Um, and then there's people that came in that weren't they said. I wasn't expecting to buy anything. Bought something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's been a good mix of that. Um, I,
4: I love being down here. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of hide down here sometimes. Yeah. But um, it's, it's
2: as much as I love design, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys walked upstairs, but there's behind the desk, there's like several thousand books on design. Yeah. And I don't want to say I know everything in those books. And if you add magazines, there's 4,000 but I kind of know everything for mm-hmm. yeah. And watches, even though I've been collecting for 20 years, I feel like I know this much. There's always something to learn. Oh, yeah, always no, something sure. to learn. Yes. And Especially always something to learn. And I feel like with design, I love design, I love art, but I feel like there's, with design, with art I'm still learning too, but design I kind of know it all. Mm. So watches, there's like, it's exciting every day. I learn something new. Yeah. Every person that walks in here, I learn something new from them. That's
0: yeah. awesome. Yeah. How are you sourcing a lot of these pieces? I think we talked about like a, a number of it. Obviously, you've you, you've been collecting for twenty years, so you, you supplied yes much of the, the inventory. Yeah, but how are you going? You still hunting?
2: So I I'm still hunting. I don't have a ton of time to hunt. Um, you know, obviously I look on eBay. Mm-hmm. I look in auctions. Um, a buddy of mine, Jed, finds amazing stuff. Mm. Um, but the th- I still find great stuff on eBay, but eBay is like, it's not the Wild West. It's like a minefield. Yeah. <laughs> eBay's made it a little better. Yeah. But it's like, if you, I've just been buying on eBay for, 25 years or whatever well, since they started i mean yes. literally so if you know what to look for sure i i, I feel pretty safe okay doing well then now
0: they have like their own like authentication yeah. process which i
2: or... which i hate because okay I, I, I know it's authenticated i was like you're gonna take another week and a half to get me my yeah. watch <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't authenticate just give yeah. it to me yeah. <laughs> but i think that's been good for them so i think the internet is good and just through you know just um just shopping people's website yeah. people upload stuff and you know it's like it's still there's regional things or things that people want in new york that mm-hmm. they don't want in st louis or sure. things you know that that in miami there's a shit to, uh, there's a lot of them. yeah <laughs> you can it, so I promise. there's a lot there's a lot of them and and he and and then you know other places they're not so you just you basically have to go look everywhere and people ask me like, where do you find all this with the vintage stuff where mm-hmm. do you find not with watches but with the furniture people would always ask me where do you find all this stuff and my mm-hmm. my tagline was like from the side of the road to subbie well
4: wow. literally
2: i will i have you know how many dumpsters i've been in looking for stuff <laughs> but yeah because you, you're not going to find a watch in a dumpster but you can find incredible i can tell you crazy stories about people finding Oh yeah you know hundred thousand dollars uh gustav stickley table in a dumpster on the upper upper east side
0: yeah yeah you had something you were gonna say you no know, i was gonna say when you were talking about just
3: how you acquired these watches i was like it's actually pretty sweet that you got uh eric Wynn on like on the horn and you're like, hey, you like hey, what do you think about this you know what i mean you can kind of consult with him because yeah. he's amazing and like he can see these things and we talked about his like Photographic
2: memory. Yeah. It's, it's like, pretty insane. Oh my god. The reference number. The reference yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Eric has been great. He appraised my collection. Um I met I had a friend of mine, Simon Andrews, who was the head of uh Twentieth Century Decorative Arts at at um at Sotheby's and then an international specialist. And so he introduced me to Eric via Christie's when I was thinking about selling some watches. And then Eric just kept in touch. Mm. And then again my wife was like you probably get got kind of a lot of watches you probably should get them appraised and eric did it and it was really great because he um i was very surprised mm. when i <laughs> 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 I'm very I happy i wasn't listening to podcast. Like, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't looking at auctions i was just kind of buying stuff and had stuff and it was kind of crazy
0: i think there's something to be said for that though which is kind of nice right it's like here you are like just an enthusiast um you know in in, in the gallery space in the art space you're a professional yep and then you get to be an enthusiast again vicariously through this other yeah. hobby yeah. you're buying what you like and then lo and behold it's like oh i made some really good financial
2: decisions <laughs> yeah <And> that's <laughs> kind of crazy it's yeah. nice um also you know I was just thinking it's like again i, I feel like i'm in the design world and i'm not but it, i know everyone yeah i know everyone Sure. But like I never, I just met you guys. Yeah. And it's like great to meet all these new people. So I'm meeting new people. That's the, the
0: beautiful thing about yeah. the watch industry yeah. and just watch culture. And
2: I will say everyone, art world's tough. Design world, friendly people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems watch people are just like, like give me crazy. Like, why are you telling me that? That's, like, <laughs> yeah. that's such insider information. That's so good to know. It's Thank crazy. You. Thank you. It's that's
0: crazy. I mean, you go to watch events. I remember my first time like even attending a watch event. And uh, the fact that, like, you know, you might have, like, a stake, a cool stick on your wrist. Another guy might have, like, a Nautilus. And he's like, yeah. hey, let's swap.
2: Yeah. And yeah. you're yeah. like, yeah. Twilight Zone? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. what's going on? Yes. You don't
0: expect it. But that's the way the watch, uh, the watch the community is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's really awesome. I'm curious. Um, you know, we talked a lot about the differences. What, what similarities, if any, have you seen uh, that may exist between... Uh, This professional space that you find yourself in Mm -hmm. with art and your passion uh, with watches?
2: Immediately, it's just that anyone that's into art or design is very, you know, motivated, well, by money. No. (laughs) (laughs) For the artwork. No, they're motivated by beauty, you know, aesthetic beauty, Mm. um, symmetry, um, just material. And that's, The same with with a watch as it is for a chair or a piece of pottery, or, you know, it's, we're looking at this, we're looking for the same thing. And also, when you're looking for vintage design, which I saw a lot of, you're looking for something unusual. You're looking for something someone else doesn't have. Right. Looking for something that no one else has
4: seen, Mm.
2: or you've only seen in a book, or, you know, and so there's so many, um, there's, it's almost exactly the same thing, wow. in in a way, because I will say people that are design dealers and watch dealers are very similar in their thinking about these objects.
0: Yeah, You mentioned a, a keyword uh, that signaled me uh, to segue back to the watches. You said unusual. Mm-hmm. You said looking for uh, something that no one has. We have a piece here. That I've never, ever seen before. I didn't even know this existed. This is really interesting. Uh, talk about this. What is this? This is a
2: Concord. It's a Concorde. On a bunch strap. I love I love, Concord, and I recommend it to anyone. It's like, what should I buy? You know, I don't have a lot of money. What should I buy? I'm like, buy Concorde. I said that in 1980, yeah. that watch was $3,000, at least. Wow. wow. 28, 28 to 32, the all gold version. I mean, it was on par with. I mean, it's not the historical, like Cartier his, historical, but you were, you, I mean, the company. Yeah. You know, the, but the Concorde, a tank, a Lamas tank, you know, um, was $2,800 and that was the same price.
0: The crazy thing about this is this, A, like oozes of luxury, mm-hmm. B, uh, there's uh, a utilitarian, like military vibe with the yes. bunch strap, yeah. but C, and going back to the word unusual mm-hmm. there's no
2: dial the dial is the strap well that's an that's illusion the, that's the kicker that's, 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 that's the, the illusion yeah. okay talk so to the, me. Di- the dial is so leather the and dial the is leather the it's the same exact leather from the strap but if you you can take the head off and the strap will have a hole in it so it's not going through but it yeah. looks like it's going through wow and, like and if and it's Again, on Because it looks
0: like, and that's what I was, when I was looking at it, I'm like, where the hell is I the mean, movement? Look yes. at this
2: construction. Look at this, these screws in the back. That to me, that's a Birkin to me. This yeah. is nice. Yeah. yeah. And the, the C, the Concorde C on the leather is yeah. an applied metal. It's not some embossed thing. Wow. And, and on these Concords with the mechanical ones, all anything you see that's gold, sometimes not the buckle, but anything on here is 14 karat gold. Wow. And again, these are, these, you know they're not expensive
1: yeah and like you were saying like when it comes to value in the 80s that cost as much as a must the car exactly yeah and those are all like argent or stamped or like the gold was you know it was filled this is solid gold for the same exact price
2: yeah gold and stainless
1: Mm. yeah Mm. so this is a two-tone watch yep
2: this
3: reminds me of because we talk about it from time to time um like your buddy who has like that vintage gucci like
4: Saddlebags oh, Ali.
2: All, you know, sure. like, this is like, this kind no, of there like... There's a Gucci vibe to that for sure. There is. It's like no, very is. Gucci. It's
3: like equestrian, at least like the early essence yeah. of Gucci. I actually, I can
2: see Ali wearing
0: that watch. This is really cool. Um, the leather is
3: still the like so luxe. Um, I so mean, it's still intact too.
0: That thing is mint. Yeah. Know? It's mint. And I'll this... Be- Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say,
3: how often do you, do you get any opportunities to wear it?
0: That's what I was gonna ask. No, yeah, okay. I want to know. <laughs> that,
2: that one's for sale. Oh,
4: this that, one is that for
2: we sale. Pulled out,
0: that
1: one's. Yeah, for sale. he pulled oh, this out. It.
2: out the back. I, okay. okay, he pulled
0: this out the, out the
1: little case. Yeah, you okay. have one that's not for sale. That solid steel and that crazy bracelet.
2: Yeah, with yeah the that one's, in the back. Yeah, that those, that the the two tone two-tone was big in the 80s you know yeah. like yeah. 70s 80s so that that one the only reason that one's not for sale is because it's all stainless it's way harder to find an all mm. stainless yeah, but still they're it. they're they're you know and this is mechanical dollars. mechanical yeah wow I don't know the, what the movement is
4: do you know if I mean
3: because obviously the brand isn't around anymore mm-hmm. what happens if um servicing or like the leather cr- like breaks or
2: that yeah With the leather breaking... I mean, there's great... uh, I forget the guy's name in New York will make you any strap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, that's genre And and those are... And he's not expensive.
0: I mean, I doubt that the movement in there is probably, you know, crazy. You can take it to a good watchmaker. Yeah,
2: Because it's mechanical, I don't think it's a big problem. Because it's... Again, I don't know what the movement is. But Mm -hmm. it's nothing... It wasn't in-house, so... Okay. Um, And the other thing is I will say with the concords if you buy the quartz ones you have if it has a second hand that's cool Mm. to get to get um no wait is it the other one or the other ask me later one if it has a second hand those modules are impossible to get but if it doesn't have the second hand or vice versa then there's a million of them Mm. so if you're gonna buy a concord you need to figure that out if it's not working Wow.
4: if
3: if i may. I didn't want to yep. jump the gun, but when you talk about those screws on the back, I wanted to jump to the um, the home plate here. Right. I wanted to jump to the home plate. This was the first watch I wanted to talk about because this is like actually my absolute favorite. Um, but when we were off camera, we were laughing about how. Yeah, the there's like
2: these like, like two giant teeth. There's three of them. Yes, yeah, there's three yes. of them. Yeah, that's the watchmaker got out the Dremel tool because he didn't have the OX tool. And he's like, sure, I'll
1: work on that watch.
2: But I mean, this watch. How pissed do
1: you think awesome. the guy was who had that watch service? I was like, what the fuck is this? I <laughs> <the volume. laughs> wondered
2: though if he he, he can't. You know, I wondered what at the time care. probably. I it was yeah. Yes, but I bet it. I bet it was so that watches from seventy seven or seventy six mm-hmm. or something was probably done in, like, the 80s or 90s. Yeah. I don't know. But the fact that he did, like, call a buddy and say, hey, do you have a tool for me, you know? I just love that
0: that, that may have been, like, the approach of, like, watchmakers well, back then. Well, like, oh, it could you know,
2: have been his but, personal watch, but, Yeah, i just cut it. It's but thin. when yeah. I, it's so good. when Eric appraised that, he told me he, I don't, again, the like, these pushers, he goes, those pushers are worth $10,000. I'm like, what? Yeah. The pushers, I mean, wow. The pushers, uh, because they go on the Daytona. Sure. Um, but the back, he said, I said, so I should get another back for this. Because if you can't see, you can't see it. But on the back, it's like, like literally a Dremel tool. So we'll show, we'll show. Yeah, it, we'll, we'll show it. But Eric is like, absolutely not. you got to get that back. That's That's part of the charm with that thing. And then now I love it. I would never change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a part of the not for sale. That's yeah, not, Definitely not. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. No, no, no. that was the story with that, was that I was moving to New York, having a garage sale, and my buddy Jeff was selling stuff at my garage sale. But he, I was setting up and he was shopping around. So he, I said, what'd you find? Oh, I found some watches. And he found one of those Wittenauer, where the retrograde or whatever those things that sure. goes up like that. Because I got this for $10 and I got this Tudor for $10. $10. I'm like, Let me dollars. Yeah, ten dollars. And, like, and the
1: pushers are worth ten grains. Yeah, that's said, amazing.
2: Well, not at the time. This is a long time ago. But I said, "Let me see that." I was like, "Man, this is nice. I I want to I want to buy it." How much do you want for it? He goes, "Well, you owe me. I owe you a hundred and ten. What? I owe you a hundred dollars. So give me ten dollars or something, and I'll and I'll." To, he wanted his ten back. Yeah, so, I mean, he wanted <laughs> so his ten back and his dollars. debt white. And his debt white. Yeah, so he
4: wanted his debt white so and ten bucks. A,
0: the crazy thing is that he thought he got the better in the deal. Yeah,
3: yes. <laughs> does, does your buddy still like talk you know about
2: it? I don't. You know what? I don't. I haven't been in contact with him for a long time. Well, The next time you see him, I think he learned that. a lot. The last, <laughs> the last time I talked to him, he he had found at a garage sale a Submariner that he uh, like a five. Uh, a 5013 that he sold for like a lot of money.
4: Really? Wow! What for him, yeah.
2: garage. I'm gonna go look at the garage. We gotta here. go to the garage sales.
0: That might be an episode.
4: <laughs> Traffic
1: garage sale. Yeah. We just film over like the course of like six months. What we find. you fine.
2: This is. But a, that watch used to. I mean, I, I remember at a Bremfield, uh, Matt Bain. Mm, he offered me twelve hundred dollars for it. I was like, eh. <laughs> how long ago was that a long time ago okay, like 20 okay. years ago but still that's what they were worth you know? <laughs> still a lot better than a hundred dollars
4: yeah still sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: i mean this is a real hero piece for the brand for tudor yeah you know they i mean they have they have a few but this one in particular i think this is um outside of like some of those more rare like weird color submariners so that the, they like did like the red one yeah, this is like one of the most valuable pieces in their catalog.
2: Yeah, and I think it inspired them the prices when they started to go up and up. I think it inspired them, I don't know, mm-hmm. to start making those reissues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That no, was the I first so. reissue yeah. they did. Yeah. Um,
0: but there's there's nothing like the original. I'm yeah. curious, how much did you know about Tudor when you when you acquired this watch for $0?
2: Zero. Did zero. you find it interesting that they had like the Rolex crown well, and everything? That's what my friend said. He was, yeah. he was like, look, this is a Rolex. Rolex mm-hmm. back, Rolex bracelet, Rolex crown. Right. The way I describe Tudor to people even now, I'm like, Tudor is like, a, I'll say, do you know what Prada is? And I go, yeah. I said, do you know what Miu Miu is? And some say yes, some say no. I said, but so it's the same company, but Miu Miu, they experiment. They do weird shit yeah. that Prada yes. can't do. But stuff Mew Mew does gets into product. I oh, mean, yeah. whether that's true or not, but that that's kind of what Tudor does I mean, or it did, is, did. It is. Did. It is. They experimented mean, and then Rolex would.
0: I think Tudor is really great at doing a couple of things. Um, and it's a brand that, that we love very yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. I think modern Tudors are cool. Incredible. Um, I think they, they've stayed true to the ethos of the brand in terms of like, we pay homage to big brother. And they do that very well mm-hmm. but they are also like the testing ground you know and For listen sure. we just saw uh rolex do a titanium dive watch which we would have never thought that did they two to mm-hmm. it a long time ago yep. you know with the pelagos like yep. um so i think you're right you know the, the the proof is in the pudding and uh you know we're still trying to you know spread the gospel and let people know that Tudor's an incredible brand.
2: Incredible brand. I mean, now they're there I feel like their own. They brand, really this time they were yeah. It was. It was all Rolex parts. It was. It was like yeah, it was a yeah. Rolex with a different name on with it, with a different dial. And people are like, "Oh, it's the cheaper brand." It wasn't really the cheaper brand. Yeah, it was just, just the more experimental. Still says Rolex on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. Sure. You
0: still got a Rolex bracelet case. I mean, everything is Rolex except yeah. the dial. Yeah, the dial and the crystal. Yeah. Probably the same crystal just turned yeah. turned around. <laughs> oh, right. the
4: Cyclops, they yeah. just put it at yeah six
2: o'clock. Yeah, I thought that too, but it's turned the other way. Oh, you know, yeah? if you did it, it would be turned the wrong way. So they can't just yeah. That's it. right because
0: it's like it's yeah, yeah, yeah no no no. So definitely well, cyclopses were
2: glued on. anyway, yeah. so it's fine.
4: Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: but no, this thing is incredible. This is my first time. No, I, I've seen one before, but uh, it wasn't this good. And uh, I know we talked about you. You had an unfortunate incident with this piece.
2: <laughs> Pretty soon after I got it, went to Miami, and I went. Couldn't it wait to, to show off. I was at the Doville with the, the hotel. <laughs> I don't even think that exists anymore. It's where the Beatles first played in the United States. But anyway, I got in the pool, and it was a saltwater pool. I looked down, and it is literally filled with water. <laughs> what do I do? Was it because and it I needed a gasket, or did yeah, you have the uh, yeah. pushes open? No, it was the. All of the above.
4: Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Probably pushes too. And I, I didn't
2: know I didn't know. I couldn't open I could now I, if it happens I open the watch back and do that. But I just I didn't know what to do. And I called a friend of mine, a buddy of mine, Scott, and what do I do? He's always like, all right, dude. He goes, calm down. Yeah. Like, first, <laughs> he calm goes, down. open it up. Sing yourself. Like, sling, you know, yeah. sling Is as much water out? as you can out of it. And then as soon as you don't see any more water, he goes, put it under Put it under a lamp rice? with, he didn't tell me that, but <laughs> under the lamp with the crown open, a hot lamp, get it hot so all the water will evaporate. Mm. Um, and he goes, can you take it to watchmaker? Again, this wasn't a worth, it was like worth a thousand dollars, which is a lot of, was a lot of money to me then. But mm-hmm. he, he said, you need to take it to watchmaker. I don't know, he went in Miami and I'm working. I was down for work. <laughs> so as soon as I got back, I took it to the watchmaker and he... Uh, Cleaned do? up, but the oh, fact yeah. that it was salt water was worse. Yeah, so, yeah, you get a lot of rust. And it did, moving. it did patinate the dial somewhat, but it not in a good. bad way. it
0: Kind of looks good. It looks really good, actually. And it's part of the part of the, the history of it. Yeah, but yeah, was, you, that was the uh, that was the day you made it your watch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome, man. This is awesome. Um, what are you after next? What's uh, you know for your personal collection? Ooh what are you looking forward to acquiring on the hunt for?
2: You know, the last two watches I bought for the personal collection were both Aquastars. I think that okay. those are cool, cool dive yeah. watches. And and great history.
0: Great history. It's not something you come by very often. Nope. Um, when we met, you had an Aquastar. Yep. I just and there. I knew immediately. I, saw, I was like, oh, this is a cool guy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that thing is so mint. It's like unpolished. It's just like the... Original strap, and yeah. everything. Um, I like the, and it's blue. I don't know if there's mm-hmm. a black version, a blue version. That's a blue version. Anyway, there's a new book that came out on Aquastar. As I've told you, I, I love books and um, they help build my career as yeah. a, a gallerist. So watch books. If any book comes out, I buy it. Mm. And again, I feel like I know this much, but these books help me pick it up. So um, definitely inspired by that Aquastar book, seeing stuff um I think i'm I've been so into tool watches, stainless steel tool watches. I'm pretty into like gold. there we go. Watches now. precious
0: metals talk uh, about like it.
2: that king Midas yeah, we that's at. good, but the um, tiger's eye yeah um I love uh, a date um date eight, sure yep. you go in yellow
0: gold. Red Yellow gold, gold. My,
2: my wife had a big birthday, and she wanted one, and she told me two years before the birthday. She said, this is a watch I want. I'm like, wow, well, that's all orders. But she wanted a vintage 1803 date date nice. black dial. Okay. You know, And so and no Roman numerals, so that cuts out any of the newer yeah. ones. are easy to find. So, mm-hmm. so that fits. was a long search um, that my buddy Jed helped me with. But I had never worn a gold watch. Before looking at that, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing it,
4: I'm like, I, <laughs> I, I like it. And yeah. everyone's like,
2: You're, Aren't you afraid that someone's gonna rob you on the subway or something? I said, No one looking at me thinks that's a real gold watch. It's yeah. <laughs> plate, you know? <laughs> so I have no problem, you know, rocking, rocking the gold watch. But I, that's something I never thought I would be into. But yeah, kinda into you end it,
0: up, it's funny how you end up coming around.
2: Well, and also if you've done it all, seen it all—not that done it all. There's you, you never. There's always some crazy mm. tool watch, diving watch, chronograph, racing some that mm. you've never seen. But it's it's fun to get dabble into kind of the dress watches. Type oh the, yeah, for sure. You know, smaller watches. Mm-hmm.
0: It's funny too because it, it feels like a lot of guys are starting to skew a little smaller.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm curious. Um, have you completely ruled out Mater? No,
4: I okay. just I
2: just uh, because I root like a little, and we have a joke, Borneo bush pig. I'm just like looking, 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 digging, digging, <laughs> digging, that I can find and source stuff at a reasonable price, mm-hmm. um, and with new stuff. I, I don't have any, you know, I don't know any ads, <laughs> and I don't know any any insiders <laughs> to so you, re, paying retail is hard for me. Got it. You know, because yeah. I'm used to getting it. I'm used to buying stuff at the source, like yeah. wholesale. Mm-hmm. But there's, I would, yeah, I'm. That's probably the next step at some point.
0: What would you be after?
2: Oh God, Good day
0: date. the
2: put? No, that art. Yeah, the puzzle. Talk yes, about that. But I think the Rolex puzzle emoji feel good thing. I think that thing's incredible, and everyone's giving Rolex shit for it. But it's like they. They can't Rolex. They don't care. Yeah, they can't win. Yeah, and they can't win. That's no matter what they do. That's the thing with they, all the
1: brands that watches and wonders. like they can't win. And I definitely win. gave them shit. But at the same time, it's like people like oh, Rolex takes themselves too serious. They need to do more fun stuff. And they're I, like, here's the it, craziest, it, it, funnest it, it, shit we can do, and then people s- shit on s- it. Yeah. yeah other know. than yeah. the,
2: I mean, what is it, the the emoji? Was it Jacob the jeweler? Who was it made the emoji? The smiley watch or was MBMF? Who Was it Constantine Chagan? Oh, the Joker, Joker watch. did that. Yeah. It's just like. This is a crazy watch. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, yeah, I would do that.
4: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Would you, are you going right. white? You going? Are you going yellow gold on that
1: one? Yellow gold. Red yeah. gold
2: one's kind of nice too. And the dial changes color. Yeah. It's got the orange background, right? Yeah. Right. Although with a day date, a, what's it? A wide boy in platinum, I'd go for
0: that. Okay.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. No, we, got, we, gotta, we gotta
0: get you to hang out with Mayor.
2: Yeah. I got the Arabic though. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. And that, I would say if I had, if money was no issue in BMF. Um, yeah, I think BMF is Max awesome. Max Booster, those those watches. I bought that book. Incredible. And I bought the book and put it in my bag and took it home. And I have a seven-year-old. And he, look, he loves watches. So mm-hmm. I always, any time I get a new book, I show it to him. But I showed him this book, and he freaked. Yeah. Freaked. And we go on to watch the videos. And you know, it was a Bulgari or something. These crazy. We were just transfixed with that. And I was like, this is amazing. And people are like, why? Those are crazier. those are uglier. Or those are weird. Or those are what? futuristic, a steampunk. I'm like, no, 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 no. You, know? you don't get they it. They don't get this it. It's yeah. like watchmaking. It's like, yeah. it is crazy. It's all those things. But it's, it's about so pushing crazy. it to the
0: limit. Yes. And, and that's that's what I think that's what's so In collaboration. Absolutely. And, yeah.
2: So I would do that. Yeah. good. That's a good
4: point. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Big fans of MB&F. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been a real treat. Oh, um, it's, I've, I've had a ton of fun tonight. Yeah. Yes. It's um, not smiling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can see why, 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 uh, why Nick introduced us and, and was adamant about us meeting. Yeah. Um, you know, want to say thank you for inviting us into your space. Of you have course. an amazing space. Of course. I encourage any of you uh, who happen to find yourself in New York, check out Patrick Parrish Gallery. Yep. Make an appointment if you want to visit the secret sh- uh, watch shop. Yes. Uh, some amazing things to see, especially if you love vintage. Yep. Um, Noticed that you had a theme with orange hands, which I think is really cool. Which I didn't
2: know until yeah. <laughs> I it out. now I can't not see orange hands. Now you can't not oh.
0: see it. Uh, but this has been this has been a lot of fun. Um, to all of you watching and listening, you know where to find us on Instagram at wristcheckpod, Google uh podcasts, Rich podcast, wristcheck uh, podcast. we're also on Spotify, audio, and visual. You can YouTube us, uh Rich Podcast on YouTube. Overcast and TikTok for all the children. children. (laughs) See you guys
4: next week. Deuces.